Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. So today I'm presenting a case of a 61-year-old female with lively Sjogren's um, CTG-ILD who presented for evaluation for pulmonary hypertension after an echo um, showing an estimated PASP of 86. Um, uh, a little bit regarding her history, her breathing problems started around age uh, 47, um, uh, for which she got a blown biopsy showing interstitial pneumonitis, requiring several days of mechanical ventilation, was on prednisone for two years. About six months prior to presentation, she had an ECG done during an annual physical um, where the doctor noted a glitch and basically was referred to cardiology, um, where she got an echo showing an RV pressure overload and this estimated PASP of 86. Two months prior to presentation, she did faint in the setting of feeling dizzy when getting up to go to the bathroom. Um, her functional capacity at baseline, though, uh, she said was unlimited when walking on flat ground, although it did have rare chest pressure and heaviness with exertion. With regards to her rheumatologic history, uh, she has a history of her nose since age 49, history of joint pains and with rash, difficulty swallowing for about five years, for which she underwent esophageal dilation and ultimately was diagnosed who likely Sjogren's given her sickle syndrome, positive ANA, and positive SSA. In social history, she smoked for 20 years, three cigarettes a day, and quit about um, around age 40. So um, looking at her CT chest, um, we can see that she had bilateral lower lobe or greater than upper lobe coarse ground glass opacities, peribronchial um, reticulations with increased traction bronchiectasis with some limited subpleural sparing. Overall, the constellation of findings was consistent with an NSIP pattern. Her pulmonary function tests shown here did show moderate restriction with a TLC 60% predicted and a severe diffusion impairment with a DLCO that was 33% predicted. She was able to walk about 351 meters on her six-minute walk test. Um, did want to show her initial ECG, which prompted her pulmonary hypertension workup, and here we can see she had an incomplete right bundle. And then on her repeat echo, my videos aren't going to play, but uh, she basically had a moderately enlarged right ventricular size and moderately reduced right ventricular systolic function. The RV to LV ratio is 1.25, a TAPSI of 1.3. And she also had a mild to moderate tricuspid valve regurgitation um, with a regurgitant velocity of 4.69, um, uh, which basically estimated her RVSP to be around 91, which was similar to her initial echo showing the estimated PASP of 86. So given all of these results, um, she proceeded to a right heart cath, which was notable for a PA pressure of 96 over 39 with a mean of 58, a wedge of 15. Thermal cardiac output was 1.63, which yielded a, um, a uh, index of 1.01. Her PVR was severely elevated at 26. Um, overall, this was consistent with severe precapillary pulmonary hypertension, um, and there was no evidence of acute vasoreactivity to INO. Um, so I think the suspicion for pulmonary hypertension in this case was fairly high, um, and it was a pretty clear decision that she needed a right heart cath. However, um, that decision, I think, is not always so clear-cut. Um, so did want to mention here um, the DETECT algorithm, which is one of the first evidence-based algorithms for screening uh, patients for PAH, mostly in systemic sclerosis. Uh, it's a tool that's been used to identify patients with PAH in asymptomatic um, stages. Uh, so it uses a combination of clinical variables, pulmonary function tests, uh, immunologic, biologic, uh, electrocardiographic, as well as echocardiographic parameters to decide whether or not to proceed with echo um, and then ultimately to whether or not to proceed with right heart cath.
You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME, LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.